can say is this will never happen on Netflix. This 37-year-old guy named James Myers got pulled over outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, that's the first part. He got pulled over. Then he found out that there was a warrant out for his arrest for not returning a VHS copy of a movie called Freddy Got Fingered 14 years ago. Freddy Got Fingered. Freddy Got Fingered. And apparently it's not as bad as it sounds. Freddy Got Fingered. It sounds like, oh, geez, I hope mum doesn't find out about this. It sounds like one of those films, doesn't it? Freddy Got Fingered. It does, yeah. Uh, But actually, it's a 2001 comedy that Tom Green wrote, directed and starred in. And uh, and if you're wondering, oh, maybe that's a film I ought to see. Well, just so as you know, we, we went over to Rotten Tomatoes at Got an eleven percent rating on there, so yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now this guy that pulled over, he says he vaguely remembers renting it, but he had no idea about the warrant and thought the cop was joking at first. But they actually put him in handcuffs and hauled him down to the local police station, and he's facing charges for failing to return rental property, and he might actually have to pay a two hundred dollar fine. Wow. Well, here's, I mean, that's a kind of a weird kind of story anyway. But here's where it gets even funnier. He ended up posting a video about it online and Tom Green, the guy that wrote and directed and acted in it, actually called him uh, after he heard about it. Now Tom's in the middle of a stand-up tour in Australia right now, but he did an interview where he said he's going to pay the fine and we've actually got part of the part of this interview here. I called him. Oh, you did? I actually <laughs> called him. I, 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 I saw the story was tweeted to me by one of his friends then tweeted me. And I contacted him. I got his phone number. I called him up. And uh, he, d- he didn't know I was going to call. And uh, he answered the phone. And I said, Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Which is a line from the movie. And, uh, and we had a good laugh about it. And I think it's sort of a, an example of how, you know, bureaucracy can get out of control, right? Oh, geez, you think? Oh, my God. He might want to consider repaying that. Two hundred dollars, though, because that's about all the money he made on Freddie Got Fingered. I mean, it wasn't a high-grossing <laughs> film, was it? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Listen to this with Cliff and Sharon. The other side of the news. Number four. You got to love the ingenuity of entrepreneurs. A woman has developed a line of bras that conceal either a knife. Or pepper spray for, for self-defense. I think this is brilliant. Would this, you wear this? Uh, it, look, I might. It's a sports bra, actually. And she was inspired to create it when she was training for a marathon. And she had to run away from a, a, a guy who jumped out from some bushes. Yeah, the, she, the name is what I love. Oh, the name is awesome. Yeah. It's called the booby trap bra. The booby trap bra. Yeah. Love and it. It's, love a, it. it's a fully functioning sports bra, which I guess that means it stops your boobies from jiggling. Because that's sure. what the function really is of sports bra a little bit Uh, and uh, it's got a special pocket right in the front for a custom sized blade which can easily you can just slip your hand in and grab that and they they sell that separately actually because it's a custom little thing that goes in there Um, the bras sell for 55 bucks and you can buy the little knife for 13 dollars or you can put a little pepper spray down there I mean, you that's know, just great. Isn't, isn't it frightening that we live in a world where women have to think about doing this kind of stuff be, because they might be accosted while they're out exercising? Oh, for I know. It's, it's terrifying. It is terrifying. But, and you as know, a dad of a couple of daughters, this, this actually, you know, 
I, I get upset when I, I see stories I like this. I... This poor woman is out there running. Now, now on, on a lighter note, I was wondering, what happens if you're in a romantic situation and you forget you loaded up your bra with weapons? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jala- <laughs> you've got the pepper spray down there. All of a sudden, Ow! you've got jalapeno my hooters. Eyes, my <laughs> eyes. Listen. Listen. Listen to this. With Cliff and Sharon. Number... Hey, tell me if I'm learning to be a better parent. Let me let me run the scenario past here. I have discovered that I have to talk in sound bites because I tend to want to just impart a lot of knowledge on my kids. So if if a learning opportunity or teaching opportunity comes up, I I tend to uh, do a monologue. Right, right, <laughs> right. And here's here's how I can tell. Um, when their I'm talking eyes, to my their kids, their eyes glaze over. Their eyes glaze over, <laughs> and they—it's unbelievable, right? I'm going, and I will stop halfway through now and go, "You're not even listening to me anymore, are you?" It's crazy. So I've started to recognize it, but I, I'm still having a real problem oh. with my kids just just not engaged in listening to me as much as I want them, or as have, much as I think they should. At, have a look at my eyes right now. I know they're completely glazed over. <laughs> See, it's happening here too. For the you're, love of God, what's happening? Bugger. Hey, listen, this is a good question to ask Siri why your kids don't listen to you. All right. Uh, Siri, how come Sharon or my kids never listen to me? Your kids don't listen to you because that is what kids do. You didn't listen to your parents growing up and were a huge pain for them. That's so true. it is only fair that they return the favor. It's Thank called you. parenting initiation when you have to go crazy telling your kids the same thing over and over about to lose your sanity. The revenge for you happens when your kids grow up and have kids of their own and then you can be the fun grandparent who gets to encourage your grandchildren to act like maniacs just to make it more difficult for your kids to raise them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife's parents are doing that to us now because when our kid stays with them, they're getting cookies, they're getting oh, sugar, yeah. they're all cranked up and they, here you go, you can have them back now. Thank you very much. That's my job, to find out what goes on and get it to the people. Listen to this with Cliff and Sharon. What people? The people. I never heard Number two. I used to have a riding mower. I, I actually had enough lawn at one point in my life on, on this little place we had in the country, a couple of acres. There I was on a Sunday afternoon with my cup holder and my riding mower, <laughs> all, all all two horsepower. Did you have a beer in the cup holder? I yes, I did. So. Oh, it's yes, thirsty did. work, isn't it? Yeah. It is thirsty. Yeah, good for so you. So if, if you ever need an excuse to buy a riding uh, mower, here you go. And no one's going to claim that this guy doesn't need one now. Oh. This is unbelievable. David Presley, 32-year-old dude, was hanging out with some friends at his house in Georgia. This guy had several pounds of an explosive called tannerite. Is that how you pronounce it? Well, I guess that? so, tannerite, yeah. And it's, you a, usually, it's, it's used for target practice yeah, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and explodes when you shoot it. And you can buy it at most gun stores, so just for fun. <laughs> he decided <laughs> to blow up an old lawnmower. Uh-huh. So I wonder if his words were like, hold my beer and watch this. You're going to wonder. So he packed it with three pounds of this tannerite stuff, shot it from about 30 yards away, and it worked. The lawnmower, kaboom, it blew right off. But unfortunately, 30 yards wasn't quite far enough to be outside the blast zone. And a piece of shrapnel from the lawnmower took off one of David's legs. Oh, my God. Well, you got to think there's blades under there, Right. Yeah. It, there's blades underneath the jolly lawnmower. So he had to be flown off to a hospital where they were able to save his life, but he ended up losing his left leg from the knee down. Oh, my God. I know. I, what an idiot. Well, I suppose 
idiot as that is, it's probably better than the guy who tried to blow up his car but burnt his lips on the muffler. I mean, <laughs> you just didn't. You just did <laughs> not just do dumb. that. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen to this with Cliff and Sharon. Number one. I lived in Albuquerque, New Mexico for a number of years. And uh, I'll tell you, it's it's not only a fantastic place. I love Santa Fe, New Mexico. Never got a chance to go to Roswell. And being such a science fiction geek, um, I, I'm, I'm truly still amazed that I never got there. But get uh, this. Well, can, and, can, just stop for one sec. I think if you're really a science fiction geek, mm-hmm. then you would know that you just said Roswell wrong. My husband's got a theory. <laughs> and uh, he says you don't just say Roswell. You say Roswell. <laughs> <laughs> pardon me, so do pardon it, me. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. Well, let me let me uh, let me share this story with you, which is truly amazing, and I'll say it correctly. Okay. Or at least I'll give it my best shot. So, there's a missing flying saucer in Roswell, <laughs> New Mexico. Much okay. better. Much better. better. Oh my right. God! This flying saucer went missing from the UFO museum. Actually, sure it, was, it did. It was it was mounted to the front of the building, but it was. Not Knocked off during a recent snowstorm. And that's they were what they're telling it, us. Yeah, that's right. That was going to be put back in place, but it disappeared before they could actually get Ye- to doing sure it. Sure it did. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It just took off and went home. Yeah, that's, that's what it right. did. Yeah, E.T. wants his uh, UFO back. Thank it's you. made from silver, fiberglass, metal and stainless steel. And surveillance footage actually shows it was taken uh, early one morning in a red pickup truck, which should narrow it down because every, you know, pickup truck in Roswell, you know, is probably red. <laughs> narrows it down to everyone who lives there, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. And the fact that it had a license would narrow it down even further because so many of the cars driving in in Roswell, <laughs> New Mexico, don't have a license or insurance. They'll track this guy down. But I'm telling you, it went home. E.T. went home. Listen to this. With Cliff and Sharon. Subscribe to the podcast on Audioboom, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Pocket Cast, and iTunes. This has been a Bytes.com production.